Yeah, baby. Who can stop us? Who can stop us? I don't even know. We just keep doing it. We're back with another episode of Rated G. Gabby G. Garcia and Brian T. Licata. We're doing it again, going strong. Today, we got my brother, my partner in uh, comedy over here, my man Buddha, the comedian, here with us today. What's up, guys? Chilling. It's good to have you back, man. Yeah, I mean, Gary made this shirt personal. He stood up against me and we sprayed white. <laughs> what up, guys? How long did it take you to write that one? I know, I know, you got a list of what you was gonna write. How long did I only fuck with you, dog? No, I just thought of that right now. <laughs> a whole list? What do you mean? <laughs> I feel like, uh, I feel like today's gonna be a little spicy, man. I gotta be honest. Uh, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I'm feeling a little way. I gotta be. I'm. I'm feeling a little. Yes. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. We'll get into it. Yes. Nah, not not because yes. of Brian. Brian yes. is such an instigator. Brian just likes drama, man. He's practically a woman. I know. He's practically a woman, man. I'm, um, the, I'm the producer. Nancy in the house. What up, Nancy? Nancy in the house. What's up? I'm surprised you don't have. Is this is this our first episode back from Fourth of July? Did we do a Fourth of July episode? I don't even think we did. I don't know. I don't want but to. if we didn't, I hope everybody had a safe and healthy Fourth of July. Yeah, five days ago. Oh, okay. That was after, right? Yeah. All right. Well, I hope none of our listeners blew off their fingers or anything like that. We got Michelle in the house. Love all you guys. I wore Gary's shirt yesterday. Gary needs more t-shirts. Yes, I do. Uh, Nancy Rodriguez says, all the way from Little Roadie? Is that Rhode Island? Yeah. That's my girl. Oh, yeah. Oh. Ah, shit, man. Well, we hear Buddha. Buddha. Buddha works for me in Atlantic City, man. We both work at AC Jokes. Uh, Buddha happened to catch the episode uh, that we had with John Ovales, and John Ovales had some some things to say. Uh, I think it was our top episode ever with Suck My Dick in it. I'm not exactly sure how many times it was said in that episode, but uh, I'm pretty uh, sure. You didn't count them? Not yet. Nah, I wanted to put a counter in the corner. We're, we're working on that. It's in post-production right now. <laughs> Post-production is a little backed up. There's just so many. He says this so many times. I can't and, count that much. Yeah, and Buddha hit me up, and uh, he said he wanted to respond to some of the well, things that John had said. And course, well, let's go see something that John had said. What do you know? I have a clip right here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you also got to remember, it's a club run by comedians. If they could, if they were really good, they're not comedians. Time, they got to get yeah, first, nigga. That, that's fuck out of here. They not they 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 work in comedy. They are not comedians. They work in comedy and they screw comedians. And they fucking steal jokes. I know one of them niggas is saying one of my shits right now. Who Look at Brian with the Brian. Brian. First of all, I don't. First I don't run the crowd. I don't know where that quote. Wow, dude, that's so crazy. It was just right queued up at the right spot. Brian has no life. No, Brian. Brian. Brian, yo, you just love this shit, Brian. Brian loves drama. I told you, I can't believe you had clips queued up. That's amazing. You're an amazing dude, Brian. Uh, hanging out with me has not been good for you. I feel like no, you should have funny. more morals. No, hey, look, it's comedy, but I'm not. I don't run the club, so I can't. Uh, he's not talking about me. Rock and roll. That is true. Well, I don't know how the clubs run. I just show up and do jokes. Other than that, I just I wanted to respond where you know. When he said, and sometimes Buddha, because 
I want to be surrounded by people that not hold only- on one second, Buddha. Hold on one second. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, I'm a little upset at you that that's not the clip. Well, okay, so, so, so the clip, no, the clip he that, wants what he wants. He's got it. No, 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 no. So this, so this clip, I just found this just when we were starting the show. Where, where was it in the show that he said? I and sometimes it's, I Buddha, think it's right you where you are. I think it's right where you are. I think he just continues. But listen, I, I'm a comic. I love criticism, but I want to be surrounded by dudes that are not only funny but also think they're funnier than me. Like it's one thing to be think you're funnier than everybody, but when you are. And I and I know John has grown because of coming out here that he's gotten stronger, not by staying where he was. He was coming out. He was working out five days a week. He got strong as hell because of this place, regardless of what they did. He was able to grow as a person, no matter how bad he may have thought he was treated. I don't know. I got I got a lot better at production working there. All I know is I okay. treated him like a bro. So he slept at my house for six months. I mean. We could talk about one-way relationships, Johnny. Like I didn't, what I didn't get shit out of it. I got, we know what I got out of it. I got to work with a really cool dude, and and like, you know, I checked on him. I want, I called him a few times to see how he was doing. I didn't know I he was this upset. I totally but. agree with you, Buddha. That that uh, yeah, you know, the time is is a valuable thing. Yeah. And he definitely did get stronger being out here. I, I would agree with that statement. I think I don't think he'd be able to to not agree with that statement. Yeah, so I don't know what happened with them and him. I just know of the instances that everyone knows. You know, him having problems where he don't know how to leave a place after he performs and he comes back and causes issues that gets him into trouble. But, uh, you know, I, I try to help him out, bro. I try. I gave him a spot to crash. So I feel like, not no, no offense, John, but if it wasn't for me, the dude wouldn't have been working here six months earlier because where would he stay? I mean, you know what I'm saying? I gave him uh, a spot and I and I was pretty lenient. I wasn't a dick to him. I didn't never yell at him to clean up. He was pretty good. I even picked him up at the train station to help him out as much as I could, you know. Well, so no, like, I, 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 I made it clear to him that, you know, a lot of the times he was homeless, as he called it, uh, was his fault. Because oh, a lot I know. of times Who knows know, it was his fault. Apartments Gary, were offered to him Gary, and he man? didn't take them. You know what I'm saying? Like I offered him my apartment a bunch of times and he wanted to come whenever he wanted to come and that's not going to happen. I mean, you you know. got to know where you're sleeping before the sun goes down. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I, I agree. Look, I love John. I think he's hilarious. I think he is better off coming out this way because maybe he learned how shitty the business is. I, you know, people are shitty in this business, bro. People are going to steal jokes. People are going to stab you in the back, bro. People are going to you know, look you in the face and tell you they love you and then talk all this shit behind you or have clips. Re- they tell you they like you and then they have clips ready to fuck with you. <laughs> Things like that, you know? <laughs> Brian, you ain't gonna get me, bro. I'm not an owner. I'm just responding to like the part where... No, I know, bro. Yeah, you I know, know, like... like that, was just the first, that was the first clip I found. I just don't want everyone to think the whole company is however he feels. Like, I don't know. Like, we're cool, bro. Selene I think Gary's hello. dope. Hello, Selene. Welcome back. Um, I mean, and Michelle makes a point. Bring up, bring up Michelle's thing. Michelle said, John said he likes Buddha. Stop causing drama, little one. First of all, I hope by little one, you don't mean me. I think she means me. I think she means me. I think she means me. Hope you mean Brian because he has the smallest mind here. No, Um, no, no. no. The most immature, biggest mind, most immature, biggest head. Mm, Buddha's head's pretty big. I got a pretty big head. I do have a big head. Stop causing drama. Yeah, see, that's you're right, Michelle. Brian, uh, Brian likes drama. That's okay. He does. 
I like, it for the sh- I like I like it for the show. He watches yeah, the Kardashians. Went, bro, what do you he's the one that had to sit there and put boxing gloves on the both of us for no reason. Like, I, hey, whatever, man. Bro, I got a kitchen you could paint if you got some time, bitch. Right here. My, I can't get to it. Well, I mean, I mean. The I love Brian, is- bro. Me and Brian, me and Brian have hung out separately. We've done a few little podcast things in the beginning and. He's told me, you know, he feeling he I find him talented and he finds me talented. Me and Brian have a mutual thing. Like some shady shit happened to Brian too. That wouldn't have happened if I was there. I'm just well, saying. I mean, listen, know. listen, I I you know, when shit is real, shit is uh good one, Buddha. Uh when shit is real, shit is real. And when you're talking bullshit, I'll call you on it. Yeah. I mean, the fact of the matter is, is that we're all adults. We all make the deals that we make when we come out here. And it's us to uh, it's up to each individual to make sure that the people who they make the deals with stand by their end of the bargain. Yeah. I mean, if you're gonna ask me, you know, I I've uh, I've been out here four or five years. I've had my beefs. We all know. We all know the suck my dick incident, and there's been a, there's much more much more incidences than that. But at the end of the day, well, I'm an adult. <laughs> you know, there's a there's a misunderstanding that employers are supposed to care about That's your personal true. life. That's true. And the truth of the matter is, in all my life, I never really had uh, employers, actually more than this, who care about my personal life. Are they 100% on? No, nobody is. Um, it's business, and, dog. And and the truth is, you know, even Buddha agreed that he didn't diss Buddha. You know, no. he just said, he just said. And he you didn't know, even he say said. anything that wouldn't get him back at AC Jokes even. Like, it, we're all comics. That's the whole thing. Like, I don't think anyone pretty much takes anything serious that anyone says most most of the time. I'll be honest. Did you listen to the whole episode? Yeah. All right. It's all right. Nah, listen. I, you know, me personally, I I feel that. Uh, yes, I meant Brian. Thank you, Michelle. Uh, Jasmine, my daughter's in the house. Let's give her a, a rated G shout out. Gotta be a little, yeah, there you go. Meow, meow, meow. Love you, mommy. And I'm coming to see you probably uh, Thursday, just so you know. Um, I got to go bring my car in. Hopefully, I can get it, bring it in tomorrow. I jacked up the rim, mm. so I got to get the rim fixed again. Uh, they make working. little, they make little uh, things that you can put on the outside of the rim that are black. Mom, like- I have to call you back. I'm working. <laughs> we should get her on an episode. Who are you putting <laughs> on no, yes, no, dude. Yes. No, no. Yes. No. No. Yes, I'm no. calling her. I'm calling her. No. I'm gonna get her. Yeah, I'm gonna get her number and I'm be like, gee, no. we got a guest, bro. I'll set the zoom up and everything. It'll be amazing. Nah, man. My mom's gonna come on. She wouldn't come on, nor do we want her to come on. <laughs> yeah, we don't. I do. <laughs> <laughs> that can't but, be a live show. So what's up, baby? How are you feeling, man? <laughs> Susan with Koski's here. Buddha. One of your people's here to check you out, but no, uh, Buddha made it clear to me when he was when he wanted to come on that uh, he didn't feel like uh, he was dissed, you know. And of course, listen, nobody wants to hear that, you know. Someone say to you, "You're not my style," but you can't take that as a diss. Everybody has their opinions of what they like, you know. And I was saying that people will come out and said I should be more like Buddha that I talk about shit that's too, you know, people don't want to think about. It. And I'm like, but we have Buddha. Yeah, but why that's would you Buddha need does. me if we got if we're all you the same? Saying? Like we all do different shit, man. Yeah. You I know. love your comedy, Buddha. Thank you, Brian. Mm-hmm. John will be fine. I just, you know, I just wanted to come on and say, like, you know, come on, John. 
you can't blame everybody for everything. Like he knows. Come on, bro. Come on. Dog, it was crazy. It was such a crazy episode. It, it was, was two hours, bro. It was two hours of that. An I hour know. and fifty-one minutes. I'm but surprised. I, I think... I'm surprised that always didn't sponsor you by the end of that fucking session. <laughs> um, that was. But cool. I will. I will say this though. Uh, Lorman Klaska. Hey, Booter. <laughs> Jasmine said that would be torture for you having grandma on. Yes, it would be torture for me. Thank you. Michelle Balducci says, Brian, hush, starting shit. Hi, Jasmine. Hi, Nan and Nancy. Um, I'm glad you could read Buddha's that. Buddha's not starting shit. Buddha was making the point to me that there was a lot of things he was bringing up that he was to blame for, which I think I said to him. I think I said that to him. We, we said that. Like, well, you said that during the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah there's a lot of things. Even, even this. Because I said when he was doing it, dude, this is not the way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. This, this could affect your future endeavors. You know what I'm saying? Because me personally, if I see someone talking shit about their last company online like that, I'm gonna, you know, unless it's some crazy, crazy, crazy shit. And yeah. and and it seems like for them it was just business. It was just some sort of business disagreements or whatever. It's not like no crazy, crazy shit that you need to be blowing up a whole company. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which not for nothing seems to be the mo of the people who leave leave here. No one ever really just leaves here and keeps moving. They like leave here and then they have a lot of shit to say. Hatred but is so much like, more fun. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like there's a misunderstanding that you know, and that's the problem. Because I'm going to say this: Look, I'm not going to say these are the best businessmen in the world. That would be ridiculous. They're, they're you know, subpar, they would, they, average they, at they, best. They, 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 yeah, but I will say this, man. When I needed an advance, they gave me my advance. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When I needed, when I needed uh, some extra dough, you know, Ray went right in his pocket and gave me money out of his pocket. You know what I'm saying? And and employers yes. don't have to do that. I, I, employers don't have to care at all about your personal life. None of mine ever did. You know what I'm saying? I think, and I'm, and I'm gonna interject, you know, I'm gonna interject here for a second. I think what the problem is is the manipulation of care. That's 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 what John and other people have issues with. Well, I mean, manipulation listen. and nothing. I don't have anything against Ray. I mean, look, don't be a fool. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't be a fool. It's not like I'm sitting here thinking that these dudes will jump in front of a bullet for me. No. You know what I'm saying? Especially not Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, the minute they went reaching into his waist, scratch himself, Matt would be gone. You know, but but like I said, I mean, at the end of the day, you know, they don't have to care. You're an employer, you know. And people tend to forget that, like, I don't think there's anyone here that if they didn't have a better opportunity, they wouldn't take it. With that said, you know, um, if a business is going to manipulate the fact that you need them, that's what businesses do. What? Don't speak for me in your agreements. Just oh, dude. What did I say? I'm basically just said I'm here because there ain't nothing. No, yeah. I said everyone here, even myself included. I'm part of everyone here. I said everyone here. You're going to tell me that every that there's not a person over that's working here that if they got a better opportunity, they wouldn't take it? Oh, I know, but you I, you made it like it was any opportunity. No, all right. No, I yeah, you're I, like no, a better opportunity. A better Unless my lips got blown off. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? It's like, who's giving you the time? I've had comedians oh, come up here and, and get mad because they got bumped on minutes. Meanwhile, they're still doing 15 minutes. And I'm like, in the city, you're doing five, seven. Seven, five, if you're lucky. If you're lucky, you get seven. They you give know? you $20. They give you $20. I run my own show. I do 10. 
and I run my own show in the city and I do 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? So it comes down to you got to pick and choose and weigh out what it is you're getting and what it is you're giving. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, and, well, and, people and I, I agree with you. Yeah, I agree yeah. with you, Buddha, that he kind of threw out the window all the time that was given to him. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know, and like I said, don't get me wrong. I'm not going to say he's not uh, uh, validated in some of his beefs, but I feel like personal beef should be kept personal. You know, I'm not a dude that wants to start a bunch of beef, Michelle. I'm not trying to cause beef. Even when he first came on, I was like, what do you want to say? You know, I didn't, I don't, I don't want to get like a back and forth and be, and be here to just like, you know, bring up beef. Although I know it does sell records. <laughs> and Brian, you, know. it just, you can't say nothing about Brian. Brian smells a, a, a fart coming out when it has to do with drama, but it's all right. I was Brian. ready. Look, Brian gonna... seems a little upset. Brian seems a little upset. He wanted this to be a little more, you know, no, he wanted no, you to no, come no, in no. here. See, here's the thing. Here's the here's the thing. Yeah, I, I, I knew what Buddha's response was going to be because none of this re- has anything to do with Buddha. You no, know? it doesn't. And no, unless for the for the, for the small the small percentage of what John said. You know, yeah. I was just well, I think what like... Buddha got upset about was the fact, and correct me if I'm wrong, was that you know he's here and he'll complain about things and he's sitting here going, but dude, that was you. Like you're responsible for some of those things. Mm-hmm. It was all him. You know. That's what we were saying on the show. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I don't. I, you don't have to go into specifics. He knows. He knows. St- silly things too, Brian. Silly things like I, I don't know. You don't want examples, but stupid things. Okay, no, Brian. Brian wants examples. Give you one that it's not bad, bro. So like, okay. He's coming to stay with me. And I wait, I sell all day where he's all on the boardwalk. We got two shows to do, but he has to host the last one. I'm up first. So it's a difference of me getting home an hour sooner than having to hang out the whole show because he has to host. So I would hang out a couple times. I would hang out so he could crash by me. And then he would tell me, oh, I met a chick and I'm gone. And then I would get, you know, I I waited around for your ass, but now you're dissing me for a chick. No problem. I leave. But. There were a few times when I guess it fell through, and I guess there was one time nobody answered. So I'm pretty sure that was the homeless day. But or you're offered a place to crash, and the timing isn't good. But you can't lift a gift horse in the mouth out here, bro. Unless you I mean that's the thing. You don't want to go. Look, I used to say to them, "Do go to my crib," but you can't come in anytime you want, man. I'm going home now. Yeah. Well, if you come to my crib, I'm not here. I got to drive down to the station to get you. So it's not like he could just come here when he wants. There's certain times because yeah. I live 30 minutes away, bro. I'm not going right. to come back. I'm not driving an hour to come. I like you, but not that much. I ain't coming back an hour to get you, dog. <laughs> well, it's, just no, not I mean, your, it's not your responsibility. No, but I was being a nice guy because I wanted him around more because we mm-hmm. need the human. I want, I want the shows to be better, and the shows mm-hmm. are better when he's here. Now, when the shows are over... At night, it's not better when he's here, unfortunately. But when he's here during the, for the show, is well, that's what I was trying to help with. Okay, so like you know, let's fix I mean, it, bro, John. I don't know what would have happened if Booty didn't let you crash here for six months, dog. You wouldn't had that would have been six months. And I mean, time, before bro. that, he crashed with me for a bunch of months. Yeah, too. he crashed with you. So if he didn't have you know, us, so like bro, and if my girl is, ever dumps me, I'm coming right to G's place. I oh yeah, that. man, I got, I got, I got your pony uh, bed sheets on there for you. Brian, um, for the amount of food that you don't eat, bro, you could come and live here. You could sleep in the top drawer where my silverware is. <laughs> With the forks. Yeah. <laughs> but first of all, I, like, I, I kind of understand why Buddha got a little upset. Because also, mm-hmm. another thing people don't realize is me and Buddha were out here when it started. 
So yeah. Buddha paid for its own hotel rooms. I was put up in Ray's house. No, well, that, well and, that's not entirely true either, though. Ray did have a hookup at, I forget which one of those. Um, showboat? Was it the showboat? Time, no, the timeshare. No, share the timeshare thing. thing. Uh, when we first came out here, there was the timeshare. Yeah, there was a good about four months or five months. Ray totally fucking hooked me. I love him, bro. He, he would have let me crash by him, but I'm allergic to. Uh, the dogs. The, the cats and the cats. And stuff. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. listen. Ray's always I, been Johnny on the spot with me. Yeah. No, yeah. Like, he let me, he let me stay there. Ray. He let me stay there. And on the days I didn't want to stay there, mm -hmm. you know, because I did sleep in a beanbag. It wasn't the most comfortable thing in the world. Um, And in the days I didn't want to stay there, I paid for a hotel room. You know, and I used to go to, I used to go to the Madison, the haunted hotel room. Okay. It's, and it's, believe me when I say it, it's haunted. Okay. People get murdered there all the time. Every time I got in the elevator, somebody offered me drugs. It was nice. It was, it was horrible. Good? Dude, I'm not getting nothing from these people out here, man. I'm sure it was nothing good. All right. I'll, I'll take a, a, a shot in the wind. I'm sure it was nothing good, but it was a horrible hotel. Like horrible, yo. Oh, yeah. And and I used to get it for 50 bucks a night. The dude, because I, I was going there enough times where I hooked up my own deal and the dude would give it to me 50 bucks a night, but I paid for my own rooms. Right. And when I stayed at other people's houses, I went home when they wanted to go home and I stayed out if they wanted to stay out. Most of the time it was, you know, it was the beginning. So motherfuckers were staying out and I'd want to go home. You know, it was the opposite of John. I wanted to go home. These motherfuckers would be staying out and I'd stay out. You know what I'm saying? Because I go home when they go home. Right. That's how and that was. was the, and that was the whole discussion early on. Why I wasn't like part of big, more part of the company is because I, I couldn't move out here soon enough to do. You were driving that. a taxi, right? Isn't that what you were doing right before? Or were you doing the chip company? No, I was doing the kip. No, I was doing the cab while I was doing this. But then I would drive up here. I would work. Dude, you'd be. I mean, I'm sure you were a great cab driver. Bro, I was. Oh, I made cash, bro. Because I was. You just I, had, I, to be the, I, you had to be the best person, dude. I would love to get in a cab and Buddha. Nah, I don't know. The wheel. I feel like Buddha's one of those one of those drivers who talk to you. No, I only talk if you do. Once you start talking, though, I'll tell you know that's. I have come people I have like 30 customers that come see me throughout the year at the Tropicana and resort come out to AC to see us bro it's great mm -hmm. and just from cab and you met them in the cab yeah they're all customers that come out yeah listen the first the first year I came out here it cost me money of when course I did my taxes that year they were like you spent more money going out there than you made yep so when I hear things like, you know, I was homeless and stuff like that, you know, it's hard to tell that stuff to me because I was out here when we didn't have anything. You know Bro, what I'm saying? We had that room. We had that room. When I first came out here? Oh, that you bought the house and, and it was... The first uh, house I rented fell apart, yes, Brian. Yes, yes. Oh, my God. When I met you, you were going through that shit. And then I was homeless in a hotel for four months. And the first month that I moved in where I'm at now, COVID happened at the end of the month, yeah. So I'm still brought like, so we're still all survived. Yeah. And listen, so man, that's what I'm saying. I, like John, if John would have moved out here, it would have been different. Absolutely. That's what I told him. I said that during the show mm -hmm. that had he moved out here, it would have been different because not only would it have been different for him, but in his mind, he wouldn't have been like now, now you made a commitment and moved out here. So you ain't going to fuck around at night. You know what I mean? You're going to make sure that you're not, you know, and you're also not an outsider either. You know, you're in, you're in. No. Plus, it also gets played out once you move out here. Once you well, move out the, here, the you don't even want, yeah, you don't even want to hang out there no more. Never. Man. I don't even Never. know. 
it's been over a year since I've been to one of these clubs and I'm never on the beach. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't go to the beach. I don't wake up early and go to the beach and look at the water and shit. You know, so it's like once you get out here, all that shit loses its luster. You know, mm-hmm. the gambling and all that shit. Yeah. The drugs. I, gam- I gamble. Well, I mean, even the drugs, I don't get my drugs out here. So I do less drugs. That's good. <laughs> you know, because I don't get nothing out here. But yeah, that would, that'd be insane. That's why when that's why when new guys come out here, they like expect all this stuff. And we're like, bro. Like, I was in a suit for, like, 30 days straight. Not one suit, obviously, but, you know, we were on the boardwalk trying to, trying to fucking kill it, bro. We, like, you know. I, I mean, know. yeah, I feel that. Listen, I feel that way even about, you know, when it comes to the ticket sellers and all that. Like, why doesn't Gary sell tickets? Gary was out here selling tickets for five fucking years. Yeah. Hustling hard and not getting a salary. Right. I got paid by the tickets I sold. Don't talk to me about selling tickets, Which man. wasn't a lot. <laughs> Gary, you know I how, many make, times, I, how many times. Listen, since I've been out here. Yeah, we know. You're not good at selling tickets. We know that. Bro, how many times? <laughs> bro, how many times in the quarter you didn't want to split shit with me, bro? I, I nah, because you'd sell. He'd sell. sell like 10. And I'm like, nah, bro. You were here all day. We're splitting it. Yeah, he would sell like 50 tickets. I'd have five sold. This motherfucker's cake. Split, since, a- since I came out here, everybody has made more money than me. Because they were making money on ticket sales. Yeah. You know? People probably thought you were trying to rob him. Gary needs a beat to talk to you, bro. He can't just, you know. Nah, the problem, a lot of times people thought my 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 shtick was too good. And they, you know, they just felt like they were being hustled. <laughs> yeah, dude, that's what I would think, bro. If you came yeah. up to me, you, I was like, nah, bro, this oh, yeah. ain't fucking real, dog. Yeah, yeah. And I'm trying he to sell you a ticket on the boardwalk. You're all the way on one end. Tropicana's all the way on the other end. It's 11 o'clock in the morning, and I'm trying to sell you a ticket for 8 o'clock tonight. <laughs> No one's buying the ticket for me. Buddha, yeah. They walk right up to Buddha. Yeah, I'll because say, I can't get away, bro. I can't run and disappear. You can find <laughs> my fat ass, bro. You make 40 bucks, boom, you're off. You're like in the sand, gone. I it's not that. Yeah. It's that's part of it, but that's not that's not it. I would be standing there with Buddha and I would say comedy show, and they would walk right back, right past me up to Buddha and go tell me about the comedy show. What? I'm like, motherfucker, I'm the one who just said it. Cliffy icon. Oh shit! I'm proud of you, Gary. This is a great look. Queens, Queens is in the house. My boy Cliff, man. Glad to see you still with us, man. You know, anytime one of my boys pop up, I'm always glad they're just still here. You know, I hope everything's good with you, Poppy. You know, um, yeah. So it's like for me personally, man. Like I said, you're an adult. You know what you're getting into, and you got to know what it is you want out of it. If you come up here and you don't know what you want out of it. Then yeah, you're gonna get tossed into the fucking you're gonna get tossed into the salad bowl. And yeah, everyone's gonna, and everyone's gonna toss your salad. <laughs> SSL for life. With the extra ex- explanation points. No doubt, dude. SSL for life. I got him up right here, man. My SSL. My daughter took that picture. Nice. <laughs> you know, but yeah, man. I mean, like, listen, like I always say, we're all adults. And mm-hmm. in this game, it's a, you know, I mean, if listen, if you're going to get into comedy and not know it's a shitty game. Well, it's horrible. So you just got to know how to play it, man. I mean, I've managed to, to to get through with a lot of shady people and get what I needed. And, you know, it's a give and take. They've gotten shit from me. And I've gotten what, I, what I'm looking to get from them. Gary, we've all gotten Very into true. fights with, we've all gotten into arguments with other people that we don't work with anymore. But I've never, 
came out on her show and shit on any. Like you can't because nobody else. Well, now's the time. If there's anything you want to clear up, past, present, future, just air it all out right now. I don't even know where those places are anymore. I'll be honest with you. We can. We got Google. We'll Google it. Don't even care. (laughs) Brian is a horrible human being. In case anyone was wondering, you always think, "I how is it that I'm the nice one?" I don't know. Brian looks if. Brian looks if Mr. Furley and Larry, if they both had a kid on Three's Company, because he's got the Larry look, but he's like he loves he loves his drama. Yeah, you know what? I just noticed, Brian, you're wearing the button downs again. I am. Yeah, it's summertime. It's been a while. It's been a while since we've seen you yeah, in the button downs. Yeah, it's summertime. I'm kicking it off with the Kramer. If you recall, this is uh, the Kramer from uh, Seinfeld. No, I don't recall. No, sorry, I'm fat, Gary. I made you got stretch marks, no matter what. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I like it like that. It looks like the clouds are passing by. You know, it looks like me in front of the moon. The world is mine, Chico. Were you able to watch that it. movie or were you able to catch that? Yes. Or... Speaking of the movie, let's get into oh, it, man. On. Let's get into it. Oh, hold on. Let's see. Oh, wow. Look at that. Didn't load for me yet. Oh, it is. What? I think Brian. Was that on purpose? Won. Of course he did. Yeah, and yeah, Brian yeah, yeah. was a Kramer shirt. Yeah. And Brian also has the Kramer painting. I do. Jerry. Yeah. 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 I do. I think oh, Brian, Jerry. I think Brian wants to be Kramer. Um He's an iconic character. Nice. Don't want to be Kramer. Uh, no, but- so then is it more of a a fetish? Like, do you do you like Kramer? Do you want to? I think I more identify with Michael Richards post cancellation. After the cancellation or before? I don't know what post is. Yeah, post is after. Okay. Twenty minutes before the cancellation. Yeah, that would be uh, pre. You mean pre N word? <laughs> like, like. Like right there, like right before it. Like when he said "nah." <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> not go there. All right, listen. Uh, this has been fun so far. This is where the show gets pulled off the air. This is where we get take. This is oh because we're gonna start talking about things right now that I know is gonna get us pulled off of certain platforms. So uh, you could catch us on Rumble. And you can catch us on, on uh, what's the other one we're on? Rockfin. Rockfin. You can catch us on Spotify because I guarantee you this is probably to get taken down. Maybe what? We can't talk in code or anything. I mean, you could, but I don't. I'm too burnt to try to figure things out. Oh, okay. But the movie Sounds of Freedom. We have been promoting this movie for like I think almost since uh June, right? The beginning of June is when I first heard about it. It just dropped July 5th or July 4th. Uh, If you didn't see it, I would suggest to go see it. I just finished watching it. And that was actually a good, a good version that you sent me there, Brian. Yeah. Yeah. If, if you want, if you want to watch it, DM me at Brian T. Licata and I'll send you the link. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, listen, I would feel bad that I didn't actually go to pay to see it, but I know that a lot of the tickets are pay forwards. They just want people to see the movie. Mm -hmm. And, um, so I did. I did watch it in my crib. Um, but Have you seen it, Buddha? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. Buddha great, it too. great, 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 great. Okay. Yeah. yeah see, I know. It. I'm part of the show, Brian. I understand my fucking. You know. Yeah. He he, he asked homework. me last night, "What are we going to talk about?" And I said, "I want to talk about this." Uh, and and one of the main things I want to talk about is how how the critics are panning it, how uh, they're how they're going at it so hard. Like, what are they and saying? 
Uh, so here, let me, uh, so I'm going to bring up the Wikipedia and we'll just give people the synopsis of the movie, right? So this movie that just came out, it is an action movie that is based on this guy, Tim Ballard, right? So Tim Ballard is a former government agent who, uh, worked for, I think it was the DHS the, or Homeland security Homeland or something security. like that. When it Homeland first, security. when it first started, when they first yeah. started that agency. Yeah. Um, so he worked there and he embarked on a mission to rescue children from, uh, trafficking, what happened sex, was sex he was he was he was working in a division where they go after the pedos, mm -hmm. and uh, and then he realized that we're going after the pedos, but we're not going after the people who are actually putting the stuff out there. And and the, and, got... and the the problem was is that these people were in other countries. So American yes. nationals, what they were doing is they were flying overseas to meet up with these rings to you know have relations with children. So they were skirting U.S. law enforcement, and you know obviously going underneath the eye of these local governments because they're, you know, they're not, they're not watching for this kind of stuff. You yeah. Know? So do me, do me a favor. Would you Google, um, just put in like what the critics are saying about the movie, about sounds of freedom, or just put in, you know, gets, it's crazy because first of all, let's just talk about the movie for one, for one point. It's really not a different movie than a bunch of movies I've seen. Yeah. You know, it's, it's, well, it's based on a true story, which I guess makes it a little more, but you know, I mean, we've seen taken, mm -hmm. we've seen movies where kids get kidnapped for, for sex rings and stuff like that. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Don't tell you. Um, so I'm like, I'm, I'm like a little like, like, why are they going against this one so hard? They didn't go against taken. Which we know taken is it because it's a true story? Because we know that art imitates life. So if they're doing movies about kids being kidnapped, it's because that shit happens. So why go against this movie? Is it because it's a true story? Because if you just watch the movie, he doesn't like name names. It's not like he's sitting there, you know, like they said, you know, like they're calling it a QAnon conspiracy movie. I mean, don't they show the actual people that they arrested too, though, in the movie? Didn't they? They do, yeah, because there, there was it was based on a true event. Yeah, so they have actual; they're using real names, James. right? But they're not using names of American nationals. That's what I'm who, saying. Who, who are who oh, are seeking no. out it's these not, people? Those are the names we're talking yeah. about, not the people who got busted already. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're talking about not, like politicians' names. Yeah, they're not talking about you know. It's not like they directly connected it to Disney. You know what I'm saying? Like it's not like they're coming out and they're saying it's directly. In, you know what I'm saying? It's 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 Shit that we know is going on, all right. you know. All right, all right, all right. So, so put in what CNN said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh hold on, hold, hold on, hold on. So, so I have I have a couple different articles up, and and the purpose of what me and Gary are about to do is this: is to show you what real people are saying about the movie versus what mainstream media is saying about the movie, right? That's what these next 10 minutes to 20 to 30 to maybe the rest of the episode are going to be <laughs> about, right? So the first thing I'm going to go to is- I'm Although go we're to easily distracted, so we can't be so sure on that. So I'm going to go to Sound of Freedom. Uh, I'm just going to, I went right to Google, Sound of Freedom reveal, right? Uh, here we go. Bang, bang. So I I, uh, I got the Roger Ebert article. Uh, Everyone knows Ebert and Robert. Uh, yeah. Sound Two of Freedom. Stars. Yeah. The, the movie of the moment has a message first and a story second. Its message is to get us to care more about the horrors of child sex trafficking. Wow. That's so terrible. I can't <laughs> believe people don't want to care about that. 
It does show by showing queasy sequences of kids in danger being carting around by slimy adults and making us remember everyone's faces. Then it gives us a weary hero, Tim Ballard, an American man whose superpower is that he cares. This father and husband care so much that he leaves his job at Homeland Security 10 months before earning a pension. Instead of only catching pedos, he has, as he's done nearly 300 times before, he goes to Columbia undercover to help rescue children. This man is played by a gentle and gravely serious Jim Cavazell. Uh, uh, I don't know. Cavazell. I'm not sure. Uh, who shoulders the message of suffering, just like when he paid uh, Jesus Christ in the Passion of the Christ. And the story is I true. Knew I knew his face. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> the story is true, but it barely comes to life with such a telling, which is a shame, not just because it's uncomfortable to be numb by these themes, but also director Alejandro Monteverdi well clears the low bar for filmmaking one expects from movies that are message first and often come with similar faith-driven backers. Back take, take away the noise surrounding it and Sound of Freedom has distinct cinematic ambitions and non-graphic horror film, uh, what could be called an art house sensibility for muted rage and precise striking shadows derived from an already bleak world. If Sound of Freedom were less concerned with being something important, it could be more than a mood. It could be a movie. All on its own, Sound of Freedom is a solemn, drawn-out bore with a not particularly bold narrative stance. Caring about the safety of children is roughly the easiest cause for any remotely decent human being. Previous films like Gone Baby Gone and Taken also have banked on that tension, showing how easy it is to be invested in a story when children are being stolen and put into uncertain danger. But while being so committed to such solemnity and suffering, it truncated storytelling by co-writers Monteverde and Bard. You want me to keep going? No, I don't even know what the fuck he's talking about. It doesn't even sound thing. like a movie review. That's yo. Could you please go to? Could you please get the video of CNN's re, uh, uh, take on it? It'll definitely pop up. I mean, it's ridiculous how like it didn't make no sense, and none of the articles make sense. One one article, I think it was um, I think it was Rolling Stone that called it, it a Rolling Stone. Yeah, yeah. Here's the Rolling Stone headline. So uh, yeah, just look at the headline. Sound of Freedom is a superhero movie for dads with brain worms. <laughs> this QAnon-tinged thriller about child trafficking is designed to appeal to a uh, cons- uh, conscience of a conspiracy-addled boomer. I'm not a boomer, people. What, they had to use the word conspiracy? Well, yeah. That, I mean, yeah. that's what they, that's what because, they do. Because, you know what I'm not going to do, Rolling Stone? Uh, you child can... trafficking is a conspiracy now? Rolling Stone can exactly suck my dick! <laughs> um... That's the point I'm trying to say. They're all trying to say it's like a QAnon conspiracy movie. So what are you trying to say? That could you please bring up the CNN thing? What are you trying to say? That um, that child trafficking is a conspiracy? It's a true story. Check out what these idiots had to say. Please play this. Please. Can you hear it? Yes. Pretty familiar with him because he doesn't really hide his association with this real wild plot uh, that that involves, you know, drinking the blood of children and things like that. No, he doesn't. Which was not. It was not in the movie at all. In the movie, bitch. At all. Doesn't hide it. How do you know about? You have a lot of people who are in this world. Oh my god! What's this guy's name, bro? Mike Rothschild. Oh my god! Better check his trunk. You better check the trunk of that guy. I don't know what that is. I never heard of it. Yeah, bring it, bring it back, bring it back, bring it back, because we're talking over it. So bring it back. This chick's talking about it. it, it you just took off the volume. <laughs> this chick's talking about and you seem pretty familiar with him because he doesn't really hide his association <laughs> with this real wild plot uh, that 
that involves, you know, drinking the blood of children and things like that. No, he doesn't hide it at all. And you have a lot of people who are in this world of QAnon who say, oh, they don't know what that is. They've never heard of it. They're just asking questions. With somebody like Jim Caviezel, he is openly embracing it. He's openly Caviezel. using its catchphrases and its concepts. He's speaking at QAnon conventions. And this film is being marketed to either specific QAnon believers or to people who believe all of the same tenets as QAnon, but claim they don't know what it is. Pause that a second. And The Sound of Freedom. Did you just hear that bullshit he just kicked? First of all, there's no talk about adrenochrome in the whole movie. Not one mention he might, about adrenochrome. You sure he didn't Which, like quickly? He, it sounded no. like what they were saying is he kind of like threw it in the movie. Stuff. No, he didn't, no. dude. There, he there's did not, not one mention of adrenochrome. No, dude. Not Zero. one. I didn't hear it. Not I didn't one. hear it. Because it wasn't one. in there. Because it wasn't in there. That's why yeah. you didn't hear it. There's also Maybe not they one took it mention out before they any... released it. Maybe they saw a different version. I don't know who the hell knows. Nah, dude. Nah, dude. They didn't see a version. That's the point that I'm trying to make. That right. chick she never did saw not the see movie. the movie. Yeah, she didn't see the movie. And neither did the dude. They're talking points, dude. Because every article is saying the same thing. Exactly. That's you how know? you know it's talking points. Because exactly. Thank you, Brian. Because they didn't see the movie. If they saw the movie, they would have never said any of the stuff they first said. The QAnon shit. What's the QAnon shit? Okay, so what that guy because, is talking about. Hold on. Hold because, on. Hold on. Mm -hmm. because never once do they even make any ties to the deep state, which from my understanding, the QAnon shit is all about he's the He's tying deep the state. actor. That's what he's doing. He's tying Cazavelle. Yeah, they were talking shit about the actor. Because he has spoken at some, uh, you know, Republican far right wing uh, things. That's why. All right. That's well, what that's see, what that's where it's coming see, from. I want to see proof of that. I want to see the places he spoke and what he was saying. You know, I mean, we don't we don't got to bring him up because I've actually this guy. I've watched a lot of his uh things where he sits there. They're very long and drawn out. He's he's you know passionate man, but definitely uh takes a while to get to where he wants to say. But either way, let's go back to the CNN thing. So right away, these people are going at it saying that they're making it sound like it's a conspiracy that children are being trafficked. Okay, and they're saying and it was that a they, wild that, plot. That that the plot is wild. It's so wild. You know what I'm saying? So it wild, really man. isn't. It wild isn't wild thing. at all. It really Dude, isn't wild and, at all. And going back to Ebert, it was a cinematic masterpiece, bro. The way he built the attention without 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 showing that. without showing anything, you know exactly. Without, Without it was it was fantastic, dude. Dude, it made me sick to my stomach. Anxiety, yeah, yeah, it made me sick to my stomach. I'm still. Bro, he was sitting in front of that screen. And he started crying, bro. You know what was going on? Yeah, my mom saw the movie, and that's the scene that she talks about that hit her the most. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, it, it right off the bat, they're going at it as if they're like tying it to like. It's not like these people said they were connected with certain people. They're not naming anybody in America. So where's the QAnon conspiracy? It's just telling a true story. People are forgetting that. Now, no doubt they embellished some stuff here and there. It's a movie. I'm not trying to take the yeah, whole movie. Yeah, there's no way as, he found that girl as, like, you know, and the guy. And well, they do it in two hours. I would like to believe that there was months taking place yeah. in between these operations. I mean, of course, they have to condense it. You know, and like Ebert has a problem with them condensing it. You know what I'm saying? They do that to all movies. They condense well, and, them. And, and the thing about, uh, I, I think the brother and sister was also fabricated also. Yeah, it has you know, to be. I, it's a movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. So there's some of that stuff that was fabricated as well. You know, yeah, timeline. But it's yeah. That, that's not what it's about. And that's also not what they're critiquing. 
I mean, some people, some people are critiquing that that it's not a true story. I've seen I have seen some stuff about that. Hey, G, how bad on that river did you want just like Sylvester Stallone to be behind the other boat and just fucking take out that whole country, bro? Like I was yeah. like, wait. Well, like, traveling runner says is based on a true story, and yes, yes, what that means is there's an actual dude named Tim Dillard who goes out Ballard. and saves childrens. Dillard. Ballard. 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 Who goes out and saves childrens, and he left he left his job to go out and do this. That's the base of the whole thing. And, and just that so part you guys know, the genre it's not listed as a horror movie, and it's not listed any. It's listed as action biography drama. That's what they listed as. Yeah. So, so biography is the second thing. So like you shouldn't be treating it as like oh the wild the plot was wild was it read a damn Let's... newspaper bitch. I know the plot was wild, but yet, but yet the movies that they say are great. The plot's not wild. They like Indiana Jones. That plot's not wild. The Guardian article was the craziest article that we that we sent oh around, bro. God. The Guardian article was nutty, dude. Let's Yo, read let's, a little. Let's, let's, hold on, wait, wait. Before we go to the Guardian article, let's finish the CNN report. Uh, let's, 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 let's take let's, let's take let's let's do it piece by piece. Let's finish that CNN report real quick because it, it's so you know informative. You know, it's such an informative and good good take on it. Mm-hmm. How'd you lose us? It's gone. No, sure. And go. the most durable and the most believable conspiracy theories are not entirely false. There's something in them that feeds the QAnon conspiracy theory. Uh, tell us how those two things work together. Sure. And the most durable and the most believable conspiracy theories are not entirely false. There's something in them that is true and the rest of it is false. But the believers point to the one true thing and they say, oh, you don't believe that this particular thing is true. In terms of child trafficking, we know trafficking is real. We know it has real victims. No one is denying that. (laughs) But these films are created out of moral panics. They're created out of bogus statistics. They're created out of fear. And with something like Sound of Freedom, it specifically is looking at QAnon concepts. Pause that for one second. Stay in here, but pause it. It's created out of fear. It's created. That sounds a lot like false statistics. False statistics. That sounds a lot like something that went on in 2020, doesn't it? Well, I'm just saying what what they're saying is that you take a shred of truth, right? Yeah. And then a bunch of other lies, and you focus on the one truth. Yeah. That sounds something pretty similar, dude, to what went down in 2020. Well, I think that's actually the um, uh, what would you call it? Uh, that's the narrative structure that they use on mainstream media, right? Isn't that what so? They're actually that? teaching us a lesson right now, right? An, so, a so a narrative structure. Yes, yes. All right, go back to the rest of it. I just wanted to make sure. All right, there you go. <laughs> CNN, a highly trustable news source. The only news fit to print. <laughs> Go ahead, let's finish watching it, baby. Yeah, creepy news network. That's what it means. Run by the high-level elites and only people like Tim Ballard, <laughs> like Jim Caviezel, and by extension, only people like the ticket buyer can help bring these trafficking rings out. It's a very participatory element. You're not just going to see a movie. You're just killing two hours on a hot day. You are helping bring down these, these pedophile rings and save children. Now, it's not true, but it's a very comforting and it's a very warm feeling to have. Okay, okay, so, so what I can I w- safely, I can safely assume that that dude diddles children. Oh yeah, that guy's definitely he eats Subway. That's the assumption. Every day. That's the assumption I'm going to make from that. He eats you Subway know, every day while while the chick watches. Okay, 
You know, that's the thing. Like, they, they're trying to tell people, like, they even going at the people who go to watch it. You heard what he said? He said the people go watch it and feel, they feel like they're doing something, but you're not doing anything. It's a lie. You're not helping anybody. You know? You should we give know, that money, we know that you should give that money to Black on. Lives Matter. First of all, the guy didn't see the movie because he thinks it's present day. This shit happened. This story takes place back when we didn't have divisions of the government looking into this shit. Like we it was when Homeland. Oh, what is this guy? This guy's talking about it like it just happened. No, but the, the funny thing that I get from him is that he's also like saying, you know, they make it look like you need Tim Ballard or or a, the the actor to do this, and even worse, you know, the people that go to buy it, they feel like they're being part of a movement. And they're actually helping it. It's a lie. You're not part of a movement. Okay, you can't. You can't guy. Okay, Mr. Rothschild, what, what is the answer? Yeah. You know, because I thought it was just a movie bringing attention to what goes on, you know, because people seem to forget or don't want to talk about it. And I get it. No, you know, I wish we didn't have to talk about it. Mm -hmm. And we got a small little platform. Our platform is small. But, you know, I'm going to use like whatever whatever I got to bring attention to things. And that right there makes me say, because once again, they didn't tie it into no deep state. They didn't tie it into no anything. In fact, they made it look pretty much like that's where it's happening. You they made it, they made it look like there's one or two Americans, right? Just American citizens who were involved with some people in Colombia. That's Yeah, yeah. I would never make all the connections that they're making. But thank you for making those connections because I, I wouldn't even have made those connections if not for you guys. You understand what I'm saying? And like, why don't they want people to see the movie? Why are they going so hard against a movie that's bringing attention to children being abused? Why? Let's see that article now that you were talking about, The Guardian. Another Somebody's great controlling them to that point. That's, you know, scary, bro. Another great article right here by The Guardian. Sound of Freedom, the QAnon and Jason Thriller seducing America. Jim Cavazell stars as a hero trying to stop child I have, I, have to, I have to stop you. What, what did it say? He said Sounds of Freedom. Oh, Freedom? Yeah, Freedom is how you say it. You said Freedom. Freedom? That's what uh, he said. Trying to stop child traffickers I in a can't. paranoid new movie turning into a box office, into a surprise box office hit. Type the word Sound of Freedom into Twitter. Decent people who wish to live good, happy lives should under no circumstances actually do this. And the search will yield dozens of triumphant reports crowing about the improbable victory of a film that title over the likes of Indiana Jones at the box office this week. Pause, That's not pause, pause. No, no, go back to the article. Leave the article. Uh, okay. Leave the article up. I just want to dissect what this motherfucker just said. He said, he said, decent people who wish to live good, happy lives should under no circumstances actually do this. They should not look up this movie. And you want to know why? Because ignorance is bliss. Right. That's why. If you want to live a happy. No, now you know. If you want to live a happy, carefree life, then you don't care. Bullshit world. Where everything is Stay fucking candy and rainbows, then fucking your don't watch this movie, fuckers. But if you want to know what real life is, you should watch this fucking movie because this shit is happening to our fucking kids, bro. Where are these kids that are disappearing all over the fucking country, disappearing to? Especially the ones that we don't find, bro. 
Yeah, the fact that they found the brother and sister, you know they made that part up. But you know what I thought of when I first watched this movie? Those creepy fucks at the mall when they're always trying to get you when you have your kid. Oh, you wanted to be a model? Right in my head, I'm going, bro. Bro. Right? Yes, dude. Now, I'm not gonna lie. I think I said this before when I worked in the in the children's clothing and they were doing pictures for kids. I had a problem with the way they did it. I had a problem. They'd be doing Put you lipstick know, on them, unbuttoning nah, their shirt. Nah, not even that. They were they didn't do the yeah. lipstick stuff. They didn't do the lipstick stuff, but they would have them changing. Like right in front of a male photographer, the male dude who was I mean he was gay, but does that mean anything? That he's gay, no. he's still a man and he's still standing there in front of these little children with their parents there, you know, letting these kids undress in front of them. And and mind you, people would walk, you know, through the room There've been times I'd walked through the room and was like, "That's how I know what the hell was going on here." Have you been in Atlantic City when seventy thousand little cheerleader bitches are all done walking up around with thirty-five year old faces? Parents are fucking crazy. They just put their kids in harm's yeah. way, and no one cares. Little, yeah, little don't watch 14, this movie. Don't watch yep. this movie at all. Fourteen, fifteen, and sixteen-year-olds walking around with thirty-five-year-old women's faces, looking divorced, <laughs> <laughs> and like they're ready to go to freaking uh uh boogie nights. For Cougars That's night, their mothers are all single and they can't love do themselves night at Boogie Nights. So they live Please through do their not daughters. disparage Cougar night at Boogie Nights. <laughs> all right, let's finish the rest of that article, yo. Um, all right, so this this next paragraph, I'm not I'm not really gonna read because it's just talking about the difference in uh, grossing between Indiana Jones and this movie. It's, and that's it's another not- thing, real quick. Hold on a second. That's another thing, real quick. They they really did want to point out because. They made the comment how it outsold Indiana Jones on its opening day. And, of course, they felt that they had to go against the fact that Indiana Jones had been open for five days already. And that if you looked at the day Indiana Jones opened up, it didn't beat that day. They, they felt right. like they really had to go and point that out. Like, right. that matters. Like, right. anybody really fucking cares. Yeah. No matter that these figures require selective and almost willful misleading fl- framing to allow for the David and Goliath narrative. narrative <laughs> trumpeted by supporters. To David and Goliath. <laughs> as the copious tweets accusing Disney of being in cahoots. So now this is where it goes. So now they're just referencing tweets. It has nothing to do with the movie now. And this is just resp- online Guys like us, the referencing guys like us. And I see this all the time, dude. I get news articles in that Spart News app that you turn yeah. me on. Yeah. And it's just about people getting into commenting wars on, on TikTok. <laughs> and it's like, bro, what, what? this isn't news, dog. This isn't news. <laughs> it's crazy. It's a movie about child trafficking, but wait a minute. It didn't beat out Indiana Jones. As the copious tweets accusing Disney of being in cahoots with the global cabal of high-power pedophiles make clear the truth doesn't have too much purchase around these parts. However one chooses to slice it, the sound of freedom has over-delivered on expectations in dollars and cents, a feat of profitability uncommon for comparatively low-budget production without a major Hollywood-led promo campaign. Okay, hold on one second, too. I I want to make something about that. What a lot of people don't know is that this movie was made years ago. Before COVID, this movie was made, and it was made for Fox, and Fox was going to put it out. Then COVID hit, and during that time, Disney bought out Fox, and then Disney took the movie and shelved it. For them to put this movie out, they had to buy back the rights. I don't know what the what the whatchamacallit was with that, but they bought back the rights. So I'll give Disney credit because they could have just burnt it but they didn't. 
and they and they got back the rights. And then after they got back the rights, no major studio would touch it. Why not? Why not? I looked at the movie. If you just put the movie out, it's just another movie about child trafficking. And they're scared, Gary, bro. You know why? They're fucking pussies. They think that by putting this movie out, you're like, oh, you're exploiting children and making money off of this. And that's not what we are about. So that's what they're because they're, they're not watching the movie. You understand? So right in their head, you got all these guys with money going, bro. We don't want this in our fucking rep. This bull. Like, what is the thing? You want to sell? You want to sell money on the back of kids getting abused, and that's how they're. That's probably how they're. Thinking. Now, I'm not going to say that Disney is part of some child trafficking cabal. Dude. I'm not going to say that. Why do you got to string those words together? No, I'm not. I'm not. All those words, I think, are okay, right? I don't know, but either way, not in that order. I'm not though. saying that. But they do have a history of hiring pedos. Perverts, yeah. Well, you know, they have a history of that, right? That, yeah, you know, I, and, and let me play devil's advocate on this. If you were yeah. one of those guys, that's the job you apply for, you know? Yes, and that's yeah. that's also the thing, you know what I mean? Like if, you, you yes. know. And you make sure you check that box when it says, have you ever been convicted of a felony offense? You check it and you put in specifically no. diddling. And then they go, okay. So listen, they have a history of that. Not just not just with the people who they had producing their children's shows, i.e., that one. Uh, what was what was the one with the two brothers or the two guys, Zach and whatever? And they used to look into that mirror. The mirror, the voice of the mirror, was a diddler. Okay, and and he got that job after being convicted of that shit. Okay, working with children. Um, so I'm not Elmo. saying they're part of that, but I'm saying that the Elmo didn't that guy get arrested? Yeah, because he was fist fucking Elmo for all those years, and Elmo's underage. <laughs> Yo, but I'm saying <laughs> his voice should have been much deeper. His voice should have been much deeper by now. Um, <clears throat> I'm not saying that, but what I am saying is this: when they bought Fox, they right, showed so, they so, showed so, the so. movie. All right, so I so I got an article about that. So this is so this is from this is from Newsweek, right? And this is one of those. Uh, you know, is it true or is it false articles, you know, where they, where they, where they tell you if it's, if it's real information or fake news. Yeah. Because so. they, and they actually have a meter, which is kind of akin to the terrorist watch alert. If you remember, I should, I should if you listen. remember those meters. Yeah. Real quick. I just want to make a point that I read this. So, you know, I don't want people, you know, flagging it as, you know, false information or whatever this is what yeah. i've read so, and this so is what i've a, heard so, on so, daily wire no, and no, 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 like no. so there's a tweet that said that right the woman tweeted blah 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 that disney owned the rights when they bought fox and here's the tweet uh sound of freedom was originally produced in 2018 disney bought and shelved sound of freedom refusing to release it why wouldn't they want us to see you know children save blah 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 okay so this is now from Newsweek. This is Newsweek's facts. The Walt Disney Company announced its acquisition of 21st Century Fox in 2017, and that was completed in 2019 after the film was done. The acquisition meant Disney would automatically acquire licensing to 20th Century Fox's film and TV studios, cable entertainment networks, and international TV businesses, and Hulu. Both the Sound of Freedom director and the CEO of Angel Studios, Neil Harmon, claimed in media interviews that Disney shelved the movie after it was bought by 20th Century Fox. Initially made with 20, 21st Century Fox, after it was completed, Fox was acquired by Disney, who said, we can't release this film. 
Harmon told the Washington Examiner in May. Eduardo, the producer, spent over a year before Disney released the rights of the film. At that time, he tried to take the theaters, but as they were, COVID hit and another three years passed. The director claimed the delay in the film's release was a blessing in disguise. To me, this is perfect timing. I do believe if this movie would come out earlier, I don't think the audience was ready. Right now, there's unfortunately, there's advertisement for this film, but on the wrong side. Every day, there are these atrocities in the news everywhere, children traffic, sexually abused children all over the place, blah, 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 blah. So Newsweek says it's unverified, which, as you can see on this indicator, they think swings slightly true. And for all the people who can't see this right now, this is fucking hysterical. Yeah, that is hysterical. False, misleading, satire, unverified, <laughs> needs context, and true. No more do we have it's either true or false. We have four stages of... Yo, ferocity or could you put your hairy knee down? Thank you. Or 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 or, or ferocity of That's uh, fucking of ridiculous, truth? bro. Ferocity of truth. Like what 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 is this? I don't even know what I'm looking at. <laughs> Buddha! Buddha! We, we both did it at the same time, bro. Oh shit! That is the stupidest thing I ever heard in my life. That sounds like when you're in the hospital, like, how happy are you on this chart? I'm fucking miserable. It reminds me of this. Oh, there's Notice so many the things that remind me of that, man. There's so many things, man, that remind me of that, that we're not allowed to say in this country of free speech. You know, fucking it's only free. It's only insanity. free. No one hears it. People, if they're telling you not to see it, you know what that Go means, right? It. That's what yeah. that means. All right, so now anytime what I want to do. Way, anytime they tell you to look one way, look the other. Like, remember? Remember when that train crashed in Ohio, all the pollution was on the ground? They're like, look at the UFOs. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, what kills me too is if they would have just shut up. We wouldn't know anything. The, nobody would know anything. The movie would have came out. I wouldn't have fucking, you know, I would have been like, I want to see it. Probably never would have. You know what I'm saying? John O, he's here. You know, um, so I want to get to, I want to get to, so we, 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 we saw the critics, we, we've seen the news. Now I want to see what the people have to say, yeah, what right? People are saying about it. Uh, so the people, if we go to, where do you go to, where do you go to look this up? Rotten we're going to go to Rotten Tomatoes, right? The tomato meter, 78% <laughs> yeah. out of 27 reviews, right? Yeah. Okay. Audience score, 99% out of 5,000. Plus ratings, dog. Look at that, bro. That means the critics are pussies. Oh, well, that means they're paid off. Now we'll go to IMDb. All crowdsourced. User ratings, 8.6 in the U.S., 8.1 in Canada, 8.8 UK, 9.2 in Aussie, and coming in hot at number eight, Germany. Go back to yeah. the Rotten Tomatoes. We loved it. Mm-hmm. It was very nicely filmed. You want to read some Scroll of these? Down. I want to see, like, let's read the first couple of reviews. Just, just to see what the people's critics, what the critics of the people say. You know what I'm saying? Because we read all the garbage that these other idiots said with the whole QAnon thing. Okay, so these never... are these are critics. There's top critics, and then there's, you know, just audience. the people. Yeah, go to the audience. Please go see this, everyone. 
God's children are not for sale. Yeah, look how should see this movie. It's time for things to change. Everyone needs to watch this movie. I love the movie because it has no ugly language. I've seen it take, uh, whatever. I Paid it. forward ten tickets. Yeah, yeah. An important story. Love the entire story. Important story. Movie told the true story in the way it should be told. I don't know. That's like a big difference. That's a huge difference. You know, because I never really care what critics say. If a critic says this is the movie of the summer, I know that movie probably sucks. You know, but if you go to the if you go to like like let's say you go to the Indiana Jones ones, I'm pretty sure you're gonna hear a lot of good reviews about the freaking movie that that would make you think that what the critics are saying has some value. Bro. But that is a complete different take on the movies. Yeah. Complete. The critics never get it right, dude. Look, they they gave a Woody Allen best picture and it beat the first star wars movie so that's like that's well, gee, I, wa I wonder why it's always been that way. woody allen is one of the biggest Ooh. biggest diddlers out there he married his come on man they have a they just came out with well, an audio. i gave, I gave you did. the example i know oh yeah not well i'm just telling you why he won <laughs> I'll tell you why he won because he took that step. That's like, you remember in the Jerry Seinfeld episode when he goes to heckle the chick at her job? Mm -hmm. oh, yeah. That was like the equivalent of that. All the little, mm -hmm. all the other diddlers said this dude adopted one and then married his adopted daughter. You know what I'm saying? We all want to do that, but he actually did it. It's the equivalent of that. You know, you know what I you know what I Crazy. saw in the beginning of in the beginning of the movie, which you know I'm I see weird shit in film, but um in the beginning of the movie, I'm not giving anything away either, but it's um when the when the woman first had those kids lined up, you know, for the after the interview, when she was leaving them, there's a scene where there's a bulldozer in the background doing construction and it blows this smoke out of it. And they CGI'd it, and it, it turned into a shark and swam away like over her. But it happens like really quickly. I wonder. Really? If, I'm gonna watch it again. I'm gonna wonder if there's other little things like that in the movie because I wanted. Mm. I'm gonna go back and record it to you. I'll send it to you because I will say this: like, just if you're going off the movie, uh, one of those articles mentioned about their faces. They they definitely had evil faces, yo. Like over the top evil faces. Like the the main the, the main dude that connected them. He was like. Always like mad, like you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Like they had these the faces. Like guy? They just, no, 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 the, no, 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 no. The, the Weasley the, guy, the, the Weasley, Weasley dude, yeah, yeah the Weasley, Weasley guy. And then you saw when they had that first and the meeting. chick, dude. The chick was scary, bro. The chick oh was scary, God. but you want to know there was a scene in there where they showed she the chick's good. face, the part that you were talking about after they lined up the children and she gets in the car. They almost looked like it almost looked like she had a little bit of regret. Which made me, which led me to believe that she probably went through the same thing. Probably, she was a pageant yeah, star. She was a she was a pageant star, dude. Yes, that's what she was. She was Miss Columbia. Yes, that, that, and that it led that me too. to believe. It led me to believe. And if that's that part is true, G. and and, and another part too, when they raided it, she started screaming out, "I'm a victim! I'm a victim!" So wow, G, you're good. See, I, that was good. I was like, "Bitch!" I was so mad when she said that. 
because I was blind, so I was so angry. At yeah, I mean, she might not have totally been lying because that's I mean, that's what cool. I picked up on it. You know what I'm saying? Like, cool. I, I kind of thought that this. I was, guarantee you know, she pro there was probably other parts in the movie to help with that, but for time, they probably cut those out. You know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, because it was the truth of the matter is, listen, I'm not gonna lie about certain things. Was it a slow moving movie? Yes, it was. It was. It I was wrote a down those slow. things at the end, by the way. If you want me to read that or not, what? The facts at the end of the movie that they wrote when it when the credits went, like oh yeah, I would, I would love to hear that. Yeah, I wrote. I it. can't. Here it says. Oh, you got you got to see a thing, right? I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna read it to you. Yeah, read it. it says, we can't see you. Human trafficking. Tra yeah, human trafficking is 150 Buddha. billion dollars. What? Good. Good. Go ahead, Buddha. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Go ahead, Buddha. I don't know. If, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but Church you need to start trafficking talking. Trafficking is a $150 billion business. The United States... Oh, forget it. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't let me talk, bro. No, we heard you. Now we can't see you. But now we can't see you. Put your camera back on. I know. Yeah. I could. It yeah, wouldn't I, let I me can, open. I can. I can pull I them up, bro. Yeah, I can. All I can right. pull them up. Yeah, pull them up and read them. All right, pull them up and read them. I mean, like I said, it's a little. Look, if I'm if I'm gonna look at it, you know, completely, you know, true, it is a little like it's it's a talky movie. There's a lot of talk. Yeah. You know, um, and I had to watch it. I had to watch it. Uh, turn your phone the other way, Buddha. I had to watch it. Um, there you go. I had to watch it on a bootleg. So. Okay, Brian, you want to read those off or you want me to read it? Yeah, uh, there are 27.6 million trafficked persons globally today, and almost 20% of them are children. Approximately 350,000 children reported missing every year in the U.S. On that total, an estimated of 100,000 are being trafficked. That's fucking nuts. <laughs> Child trafficking has been reported in all 50 states. The 2021 Federal Human Trafficking Report stated that 57% of U.S. human traffic victims were minors. The United States is one of the top destinations for human trafficking and is among the largest consumers of child sex. Human trafficking is a $150 billion per year business, more than the NFL, NBA, MLB, and NHL combined. It has eclipsed the illegal arms trade, and it's just below the drug trade. The other thing that... It's I also above the airports combined. Yeah, the other the airline, the airlines makes they're on track to make 22 billion this year, and it makes more than them. So the other thing that I also so saw show, was so, that there so are more people in kids, there are more people enslaved now than ever before, which is crazy to think. When it was legal, yeah. When there was like yeah, when it was sanctioned. I mean, but what's legal, you know? Sanctioned by the government to yeah. the public, publicly sanctioned. Dude, once again, why wouldn't they? Why would they go against the movie? I saw the movie. It's, it's, it's a very wordy movie? movie, but it was a great movie. It was a great movie, and and, and, it, and it had me so stressed out. <laughs> I mean, it pulled me in, bro. I was there, bro. I was like, wow, this is some fucked up shit, bro. I will say this though: the father never, in a million years. But I have left my children with some chick I just met. Yeah, never. In a hotel room that was, come on, man. You know, oh, you got to go inside. I'm going to sit right here by the door. In fact, I'm going to go inside. 
First of all, I'm going to go inside. I would have been dead because they would have had to have killed me. To take, you know what I'm saying? I'm going inside. What do you mean? Well, it was no, a movie. No I don't know if that's how it happens, but, you know. I'm pretty sure that's probably how it happens. They have to separate them at some point from the from the family. Mm-hmm. You know? And that, you know, that brings yeah, it to a lot question, of them like all just, those things. Just kidnapped off the road, bro. You saw the beginning. They're just. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Snatched. Yeah, snatched. yeah. I mean, that, well, was listen, just, that just happened to be a group that she got. There was a certain. A while, you know? There was a certain uh, person who was connected to a certain family that used to be in the presidential seat who got busted bringing 30 uh, children from Haiti. Got busted bringing 30, 30 undocumented children from Haiti into America. Okay. And she got busted and they were going to keep her. And the ex president and his wife, who also ran for president and lost, thank God. Um, you know, and the truth of the matter is, you know, I, I, well, I can't say I take Biden over her, but yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, yeah, just so that she could be angry, she never became president. Yeah, sure, I'll take Biden over her. But, but uh, they went out there and they got her released. Why would they go and get someone released who was trying to bring back thirty undocumented children? You know, come on, man, this shit goes on all the time. It's been going on forever. And it, at what point do people say, um, you know, no more? You know, I don't know. No they're more. obviously they are because they're going to see this more than fucking shitty Indiana Jones movie. So uh, they want to talk about a believable movie. Indiana Jones is like eighty, My <laughs> running around with a girl. And, Indiana and, Jones and, can't find his asshole to wipe with two hands. He's going to find things in the woods. Come on. Indiana Jones and the Lost Toilet Paper Roll. Fuck out of here. That's a believable story, though. <laughs> that one the critics love. It's an hour and a half movie about Indiana Jones. Could you do me a favor? Could you bring up? Classy. Could you bring up what? Oh, what's his name? The dude Albert and Siegel, whatever the fuck his name is, Siebert. The dude who wrote Ebert. that. that Roger Ebert. Ebert. Yeah. Could you bring up his review on on uh, Indiana Jones? Kyle Destiny, right? I've that was never liked one. that. I don't like that guy from the beginning. That's the newest one. Cisco. Yeah, the newest one. I think he ate Cisco. Indiana oh, Jones and the Dial of Destiny, two and a half two stars. And a half stars. Oh, he gave it a half star more. Indiana Jones and the Dial of Destiny is somehow both never boring and never really entertaining. It walks the line of modest interest in what's going to happen next, thanks to equal parts of innovative story beats and the foundation of nostalgia that brings everyone. That everyone brings to the theater. It's an alternating series of frustrating choices, promising beats, and general goodwill for legendary actor donning one of the most famous hats in movie history yet again. It should be better. It could have been worse. Both can be true. In an ex- era of extreme online critical opinion, <laughs> the Dial of Destiny is a hard movie to truly hate, which is not. Yeah, hold on, pause. <laughs> the Dial of Destiny is a hard movie to truly hate, but. Sound of Freedom, which is about very easy to hate, man. I hated it from the jump. The minute I saw the minute the fucking thing came up, this is my this is my question to you, G. The stuff that we read all the time, do you think people don't know and they're putting this shit out because they want to agree with the public swing? Or do you think all these people are well informed? What do you think it is? What do you think is more likely? If we're going on the, 
I think. Well, I, I honestly don't understand the question. Uh, rephrase the question for me. Ebert, right? Ebert, do you think? Yeah. Do you think he is ensconced in this in this world of underage yes, debauchery? I think, I think Ebert follow diddles. the money, bro. Just follow the money. I think. I think his the person who wrote the Guardian article. Do you think the Guardian article person is 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 involved with it also, or do you think they're just reading the other articles and they want to they want to they, they want to get in line? They want to get in line with everyone else that they respect and they respect Follow the diddlers. The money, I think they, 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 they want to be down. So they're going to let the diddlers diddle and they're going to do whatever they got to take. I just want, I just game. wonder how, how, you know, because the thing I know about people, right. Is you can easily be convinced of stuff, right? It's, it's very easy for humans to be manipulated and to be brainwashed, right? It is. It's just the truth. I mean, people are brainwashed all over the place. I've, I've been brainwashed by QAnon. Yeah. No, but I mean, you know, even what about like religious cults, you know? Yes. Like, I mean, that should happen. I, all... Yeah, I never understood that either. Dude, and it happens, it happens really all the easily. Time. Yes. And there's the... large groups of them too. And it living doesn't in take this a country. Lot. It, doesn't it doesn't take a lot. Because if you look at the cult leaders, they're like, oh, they were very eccentric. And, you know, like, I forgot what's the other word they like to use. Charismatic. 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 Yeah, charismatic. The dude walks around in Speedos and Ray-Ban glasses. That one dude. <laughs> charismatic. Mm -hmm. And then you got the hot yoga dude who walked around in Speedos. What's with the Speedos? The minute, my, the minute the dude delivering the message to me is in Speedos, I think it's safe to say this is a cult. So, so anyway, so, you know, I'm wondering, you know, because there is that on the right, bro, there is, there is the side that is that hard QAnon shit that is just like the Where? left. Huh? Where? Man, I see some of these people online, bro, that, that, that they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. They're talking about similar stuff to us, but they're not, it's not founded in much. In any, you know? Yes. There's idiots on both sides. I could agree. You know, I'm not on either side, by the way. I'm on yeah, the side are, of dog. truth. No, yeah. I'm not. Yeah, you're on, on the side, side dog. Of truth. They put us, they're putting us on a side, dog. Well, yeah, there comes a time where you have to choose sides, and I'm on the side of truth. You know, there does come a side. That don't mean I back. I don't that don't mean I think they got my best interest in in, in their minds. You know, I don't. But I'm on the side of truth. Mm -hmm. You know. At least back in the day when they was fucking us and they got busted, they'd be like, oh, "Yeah, I was fucking you." <laughs> now they're trying to figure like, out this whole. Like, I'm just they're like, to... "I wasn't fucking you," and you turn around and they're inserted balls deep in your hiney hole, and you're like, "You're still fucking me," and they're like, "I'm not fucking you at all." <laughs> it's... I'm sending you a message. <laughs> Nobody's fucking you. You know what I'm saying? The wizard, what? Don't pay no attention to the guy behind your anus and his nine-inch cock. <laughs> Don't pay no attention to that. <laughs> you look tired, Brian. I can't believe this guy was Jesus. I didn't notice it the whole movie. You look like you're contemplating. Oh, because it was bothering you the whole movie? Like you've seen him somewhere? Yeah, and, and I didn't want to Google anything. I should have Googled it, but I didn't. I hate when that happens. But yeah, I always wind up Googling. You know. Yeah, the father looks like um, Ray, Ray Romano's older brother, if he couldn't act. 
Nah, that dude's been in a lot of movies. Is he the guy? He looks like the dude from um, No Country from Old Men, but yeah, no, he looks like that dude. Him. But but it's not him. But he's been in some movies that do. I've seen him. Spanish I mean, it's, it's a good it's a good movie, bro. I mean, I, I mean, he's kind of typecasted. I think in all his movies, he always gets his children yeah. taken from him. <laughs> oh, what the father? Yeah, <laughs> he's been in a bunch of movies though. I've seen him before. Hey, do you guys know if the tattooing of the kids is real or no? Was that fake? Oh, yo, that part had me furious. Yeah, oh. but like, is that real? I, I would know, think so in I some. I would think. I would think in some cases it is. I've heard in other, you know, in other movies and shows dealing with that. They've they've uh, mentioned that. So I would assume that that is real in certain cases, not in every case. You know. The first time I ever saw like kids being mistreated that way was that Mark for Death movie with Steven Seagal. Remember those with the two Jamaican dudes? Oh, a uh, Screwface. Yeah, his brother. They, they had kids in cages. Four eyes. Yeah, man. I it's mean, go see the the movie was good though. I mean, it it, it had just good direction. Like I liked I liked everything. I mean, I, the story's horrible, but you got to fucking watch it. You got to watch what's going on. Like some of it's real, some of it ain't. But you know, the the parts that are fucking fat, like factual. How can you? Which is this goes on? It just happens. Like, why are yeah. you gonna say it's? A worldly crazy. It's a wild script, is it, bro? Is it though? Yeah, maybe I like for you because that, yeah. maybe that lady lived in a barn with cows her whole life and nothing's ever happened to her. I don't know, but but what's so crazy is had they not went against it as hard as they did, and that's the thing. That's the problem. Guilty people can't shut up. But how many women did fucking? Ebert have kids with? Does he have kids? He's probably all these people that are shitting on the movie probably have no children. And you act dude, differently, I guess, when you don't. I don't know. Do you? Dude, Ebert, look at that dude, man. Ain't Sounds like some people happen. we know. <laughs> Who could you be talking about, man? I actually, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know anybody who I, who I would think diddles little children, man, because I would I would not be fucking with that person, man. No, no, I'm not saying that. I'm saying the people no, that I was, don't care I was about responding, the movie. I was responding to the, to the message. Oh. John Ovada's put up a message. John John is actually on watching right now, Buddha. Oh. <laughs> you missed nothing. Uh, yeah, you missed nothing. Yeah, Buddha didn't have nothing bad to say about you, John. You know, but since you are here, I mean, I will I will repeat what he said. This way you don't have to go back to the beginning. He did say that uh that you're his boy and that he didn't feel like you dissed him, but he did feel like the whole thing of being homeless that a lot of that was your fault. <laughs> Cuz he said he gave you a place to stay. And that people would offer you places, but you'd want to hang out. And then, you know, after that, oh, he said, I was talking about when they're fucking you and they're saying they're not. Yeah, yeah exactly. That does, yes, that I'll agree with. He, John said, I love Buddha. Yeah. They I don't know, I don't know if really you can see the comments. Can you see the comments, Buddha? Nah, what I you, can't read. Oh, you can't see him on your phone? Yeah. Uh, John says, like, John like, says he loves you. And just so you know, John, Buddha said he loves you too. Yeah, just bro. so you know, he 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 just he just was upset uh, at the point that you said like we left him homeless, and he wanted to make the point that he never left you homeless, you know that you just sometimes would not go home at the time he wanted to go home, and I understand that struggle because I had to deal with that too. I was saying I had to deal with that too, going home whenever motherfuckers wanted to go home, and if I didn't, I had to get rooms. 
It's just the way it goes. But uh, I just wanted to catch you up because I know you came in kind of late and I know that you were wondering what was said. So that's all it is. And then we started talking about this. And that's when yeah. our that's when our podcast now gets pulled off. But um catch us on Rumble for Rockfin. <laughs> you know, but like I said, the, the funny thing is, is that um that says only my last stint out there. I worked out there for four years. Yeah, I mean, me and you came out here together. Uh, I think my second time out here, I was with you. I was never talking about Buddha in that last convo. No, and and Buddha Buddha only knows because Buddha watched it. So, and he also said Buddha also said he didn't think you said anything that would prevent yeah. you from ever coming back. You know, just so I you know, Buddha, Buddha watched the whole thing, and he said I don't think John said anything that would ever prevent him from coming back. Just so you know, um, and and he said he loves you too, man. Like I said, I don't want to start beef. In fact, that's what I, you know, I'm glad you came on because, you know, the way the way uh, Brian promoted it, you would have thought Buddha was coming oh, on here angry. <laughs> I just wanted to come on and be like, yo, let me just tell you, you know, not everything John said was like, you know, like someone else's fault. Like John, you know, John knows. John knows he's got to take responsibility for himself. And he knows he told me before all this happened what was going on. So... You know, we all deal with it because it pays the bills. But when it don't, when it when it becomes too much of a, my phone's dying and it won't charge, guys. I'm trying to charge it. We're gonna lose Buddha. He's frozen. No, Look at that not. face. Look at that face. Look at Buddha's face right now. That frozen face. Oh, there you go. There you go. Sorry. He's back. Right, we'll see. My phone's dying. Sorry. That's all right, I gotta man. get a new one. You do we'll need say, to get a new phone, dude. How about getting a phone that's actually updated to today? Well, like right. this dude, this dude has phones that are what what iPhone you got right now? He's got the six, I think, right? Ten. Oh, he, he upgraded to the ten. What From the six. They're up to fifteen. I'm behind by five fucking generations, dude. I cracked my screen. I'm very upset. Uh, I hate when that happens. And I actually cracked it. I have anger issues. I was you trying to call up. I would, nah, man. Get an Android, Buddha. That's what John said. John said to get an Android. I was trying to put money on my Easy Pass. Oh, yeah. I got I got a couple of things before we before we go. You know, we're not wrapping up yet, just so you know. Because I got a couple of things now that I got to say. First of all, fuck Easy Pass. Big fucking shout out to Easy Pass, okay? You fucking scamming bitches. It's the worst... I call up to put on money because you remember last time they started taking more money than I told them to take. So now mm -hmm. I one. You call up and it says push one or say one. You push one, it says invalid. Push again, it says invalid. You say one, it says invalid. I called up 10 times. I couldn't get past putting in my code because it kept saying it's invalid. And I'm like, it's the worst thing ever. So 10 times I call. Ten times this motherfucker would not let me put money on. I have to go see my daughter, so I lost it. I said motherfucker, and I smacked, smacked it. And look at that crack right there. But I think you know what you have to do. It's just a screen. When you call them, when you call them, put your phone on mute until it gets you all the way through. No, I do because I also also if you breathe, if you don't have it on mute and you breathe, it goes invalid. All I did was breathe. You cough every three seconds. Yeah, exactly. So I put it on mute. The minute it picks up, I put it on mute, dog. And then 
I go to tell my daughter the story, right? I finally get to my daughter's, right? I said, fuck it. I'll put money on when I get to my daughter's. I have enough to get there. I get to my daughter's and she goes, what happened they to your screen? They took it already. What happened to your screen? No. I go there and I go, watch. You want to see what happened to my screen? And I do it. It says push one. I push one. It goes to the next thing. Push one again. It says put in your credit Put in my credit card. It goes right through. Oh, my God. Okay. So fuck them. Okay. You know what you should, you know what you should do? You know what well, happened? Well, you, had well, a pub- be a- you had a pubic hair on your screen. And when you were pushing it, it wasn't fucking right. No, nah, dude. What you need to do is get it. Whatever bank you have for your checking account, just go to some other bank in town, get a free checking account with them, right? And only use that account for Easy Pass and only ever put enough money in that account to pay Easy Pass. That way, when they try charging you $200, there's nothing in that account for them to take. That's what I would do. You set up a burner account. I've done that for companies like that before. That's actually a good idea. Yeah, had a burner, a burner, a burner checking account. I mean, dude, honestly, it will take you. It'll take you two hours to go to T Bank or whatever it is. Set that shit up. You put fifty bucks in, and then you got to deposit it every time. But you're fucking them back. And yeah, but you lost me. You lost me at two hours. Oh, dude, that's that's a long two hours. That's a long two Bro, hours. Isn't it easier? Isn't it easier just to steal a neighbor's license plates, put it on your car, and just blow the fucking tolls? It's easier to do that. Anyway, fuck them. Okay, and. Oh, no, I got I got a couple. I got a couple. I'm tripling up today, man. Right, left, right. Okay? And I want to give another fucking special fuck you shout out. Rated G fuck you shout out to 7-Eleven on Atlantic Avenue. Right over here. Fuck the bitch behind the counter. I go there, right, to go get a pack of cigarettes after the show the other night. And I go up to the counter. And, and, and she says to me, are you using cash? And I go... No, nah, I'm paying with the car. She goes, well, you got to go to him. Okay. Sometimes so the, card, to, the card reader could be broken. So I go to the guy. Now the guy's sitting there. He's counting money in front of me, just counting money, counting money. And I'm standing there. I'm there for two full minutes, which seems longer when you're sitting there just looking at the guy counting money. Oh, yeah. Two full minutes. 20 seconds, bro. Right? That's a long time. Two full minutes. And I look at him, and, I, and I'm going, because I'm trying to get the fuck out of there. You know what I'm saying? It's after, it's after the late show. I want to go home. So I'm sitting there like, yo, you know, I'm looking at the dude. He looks at me, goes, just a couple of minutes. I go, oh, nah, man, forget this. I grab my money. I go, I'll use my card. I walk right back over to the lady. I said, I'll use my card. She goes, she goes, oh, well, you know, you, you came at the wrong time. And I said, you mean the hours that you're open? And she goes, well, I told you that if you want to use the card. And I said, yo, not for nothing, just ring this shit up. What are you talking about, man? That I came at the wrong time. Hey, who the fuck are you talking to? I said, when is the right time to come? When you're closed? And then she starts giving me an attitude. And I'm like, yo, you know what? I take the cigarettes and I'm like, go fuck yourself. I pay for the cigarettes with the card. I'm like, go fuck yourself. And I tell the dude, you need to fucking handle your employees. Teach them how to talk to fucking people. That's the problem with things today, too. Oh, it yeah. used to be the customer's right. And I didn't even say anything. All I did was go back to her and she's giving me an attitude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because now, you know, and then she's going to tell me that I came in at the wrong time. The fucking time that you're open, you're operating hours. No, he's counting that money at the wrong fucking time. That's what he's doing. He's lucky lucky I wasn't born and raised out here and and I wasn't strapped and I would have been like, yo, why are you counting that? Give me the empty the drawer. All the fucking money. You don't even yeah, have to empty it. It's all right hand. there. It's all right there in front of me. 
You know what I'm saying? I know what the take is. It's all right in front of me. Come back another time. So I told the fuck you. And mind you, the whole time I'm doing, I'm arguing with her, I'm walking out. I'm more like just throwing stupid disses at her. Then all of a sudden, this hero is going to come up. Don't know your name, dude, but fuck you too. Okay? This hero dude's going to come up like, yo, man, yo, what, what? Coming up to me. I said, yo, dude, do me a favor. I'm not fucking talking to you. Get the fuck away from me. And I walk out, this motherfucker's going to come following me. Walking with me. I said, yo. I wish I was there. I walked over to the fucking thing. I put my fucking little sandwich on top of the fucking mailbox. Lit up a cigarette. What? What? You want to be a fucking hero, dog? Fucking what? And then he goes back inside. Get the fuck out of here. Fuck all of y'all. Okay? There's a fucking... There's another 7-Eleven four blocks up. Go fuck yourself. And if I want, I can go, I can go to the 9-Eleven. There's a 9-Eleven too. All right. It's a little smaller than your store. 6-12. <laughs> I heard that I heard I heard the 9-11's uh, going through some uh, repairs right now. <laughs> too soon. You ever okay. have this happen, G? And and hold on for the trifecta. You went to Dunkin' Donuts, didn't you? I got a fucking ticket. With the decal, bro? What does it say? What does the decal say? And and they didn't even put a price on this shit, man. It's not even a price. What's the ticket for? What's it it for? Dude, this is great. Parking too close to the fucking stop sign. Okay? Hold on a second. First of all, there's no... All the corners have yellow signs. This corner has the crosswalk and a thick white line. From my understanding, that white line is where you're supposed to come to a stop because people might be walking, and then you can go through. I never knew that white line to have anything to do with fucking parking. So I'm going to send you the pictures. Hold on. 50 feet from a stop sign, bro. 50 feet. No matter what. 50 feet? Yeah. No fucking way. That ain't 50 fucking feet. Even where they put the... even Google how far... Google that shit in New Jersey. 50 feet. They don't even put the... Whatchamacallit 50 feet. The most it is is 4 feet, 3 feet, the most. Where they put the line. No way it's 25 feet. You know how fucking big 25 feet is? Well, Brian's right there. What is New Jersey's law? Uh, This is from the New Jersey Bill S1082, an act concerning parking... Uh, transportation within 50 feet of a stop sign, except as provided in section two, within 10 feet of a fire hydrant, 50 feet of the nearest railroad crossing, 50 feet, bro, or 20 feet of a driveway to any fire station. Uh, so what's section two? A municipality may mandate by ordinance permissible distance a person may park a motor vehicle from a crosswalk, sideline of a street, or intersection, intersecting highway or stop sign. A municipality may not, however, permit parking within 25 feet of a crosswalk or sideline of a street or intersection within 50 feet. I have no idea what the fuck that means. In other words, like, you can't put a sign up for parking within oh, so, 50 feet. Yeah, within 50, 50 feet or less. Even you can make it longer. One, you're still going to get a ticket. <laughs> That's stupid. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sounds like one of them trap tickets. I just sent it to you, Brian. These motherfuckers, man. I swear they're looking and they did it on a Sunday. On God's day. A fucking side just I just texted it to you. A Sunday. They hit me on a Sunday, dude. 
with a ticket, parking too close to the fucking these motherfuckers out here. Okay. Fuck the Atlantic bucks. I think it's City. 33 bucks, right? Well, if I show up for quarter, it'll get lowered to 15. Uh, <laughs> I gotta be honest with you, dog. You're over the line, bro. Look at the line. The line's all the way back. I here. know, but th that's not the crosswalk. I know, but this is your line, dog. This is this is lines are yellow. This is a what's white the line, line of the curb? What's the, what's the mean? line of the curb? Well, what's there's the, curb the pole. There's the pole. What's there's the my curb car. color? What's I can't see the curb. Oh, there's no color on the curb. There's no curb. There's grass. You, you see the you, grass? You got to be behind this line, dog. Yo, dude, man. Suck my dick. You can only park them. You can only park one car there. The motherfucker was hogging two spots. I'm popping that motherfucker's tires, man. Hogging up two fucking spots, man. He got, yeah, he got you that ticket. Well, your stories beat mine. I was going to ask, I was going to tell you my CVS story, but that's it. That motherfucker. Fuck. I'm telling you right now, that fucking, there's, there's a fucking car there that always takes up two spots. Always. Every time you come, he's like not in the middle, but too close. So you can't fucking park. You're in Atlantic City. There is now, there is no God there on Sunday. He's busy in the casino. I will disagree hey, G, with that there, blasphemous. White, Cliff, I'm going to disagree with that blasphemous with comment. Little, with the little latches there? What happened? Dude, all the other ones have like these triangles that are painted in yellow from the corner to where you can't park. Yeah, because those are parking spots. But I'm little... saying on every on every corner. Not on these two corners over here. Doesn't yeah, even matter, man. You just show me 50 feet. Yeah, my car's over the fucking thing because the dude was taking up two fucking spots. And he was still behind me, which means they saw he was taking up two fucking spots. How fucking much am I over that? What am I over that? Not even a foot? Maybe a yeah. foot? Oh, so I'm 49 feet. <laughs> Motherfucker. I don't know. From that picture, I thought I saw the stop sign. <laughs> dude, you were right there, bro. Yeah, you're but way even, too close, dude. But wait a minute, man. Go back to the fucking picture. It's oh. leaning. The stop sign even is Even if like... I'm behind that line, you can still see the stop sign, yo. Dude. You'd still be able to see the stop sign. I let say... me tell you something. Go back to the picture. Go back to the fucking picture. <laughs> I'll argue with you because I won't be able to argue it in court. I've bro, this is, like, this is like less than six feet away from the stop sign. All right, so now you put me behind that fucking thing, and you're going to tell me that's 50 feet? No, 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 no. Okay, I'm, so it's not 50 feet to fucking begin with. I can't see the rest of the street, so I don't that, know. That's not what the argument Dude, is. That's not what the, the argument stop. is. The All right, so I'm is, over the foot. The argument is, I'm one are foot you over. too close to the stop sign? And I would say... If you can stand in between and touch the pole of the stop sign and your no car at the same time, you're too close. Now that I'm looking at if it, you're even arms. parked on the sidewalk, too. I'm not yeah. parked on the sidewalk, dog. There's That's no the curb. Fucking... That's the curb. That's the There's curb. There's no curb. That's... No, no. It's the goalie. It's the goalie. The little goalie. I'm way off the fucking thing because I had just jacked up my rims. Yo, let me tell you something, man. Yeah, okay. you're way too close, dude. You're with, you're within... Oh, fuck yourself. You're within... I would I... say the pole's too close to me. I mean, that's fine, <laughs> but you're getting the citation. I got to say, dude, signed, sealed, delivered. You're guilty as fuck on this one, bro. Suck my dick the fuck I hope, I hope, you know I hope why you get served with justice to the fullest extent Brian, of the law. That's you know what why I want. he gets tickets? Just, just why? Because he has tint. Mm. I'm not even driving they, the fucking they car. They can't get him with the tint, so they're like, fuck him. We're going to get him nah, with this. Nah, nah, nah. I swear to God, bro. They're, I mean, they're right. The they're not, not on the fucking block. Nice. The car's too nice for the neighborhood. Honestly, Gary, 
myself and the rest of the citizens in Atlantic City are tired of your haphazard parking. Just thinking you can pull your car up anywhere you want. Just because you perform weekly at AC Jokes in Atlantic City, you can catch them there twice a week, two shows a night, and on Mondays in New York, you think you can park wherever you want? Is that what you think? You think because you have a great podcast that airs twice a week, sometimes once a week, you can park wherever you want? Is that what you think, Gary? Is that what you think? Because yes. you should be allowed to park wherever you want. You're a star. We should, we should get You're you a plaque that says, rate, that says rated J. You need the key to Atlantic City. <laughs> These motherfuckers, yo. Yo, can I tell Who you my CBS story? Trap so you can go to court and curse out the judge. Then they arrest you. Nah, see, they'd have to come to my house to arrest me because it's always Zoom court. You're not allowed in that place no more other than to pay their money. Fucking assholes. Fuck Atlantic City, man. <laughs> I tell you in my CVS aggravation. You know I'm angry. You want to know how you want to know how you know I'm angry? I got on my fucking black Air Force Ones today, dude. That's how you know I'm in the mood. I'm wearing the black Air Force Ones today. That's how you know I'm not happy. Right. Have you had this happen? Have you had this happen? I'm in the store, CVS, right? Mm-hmm. And they're all they got two registers. Ring up yourself. No cashier. Twelve people waiting to cash out, and there's a woman telling people how to use the self out checkout. I've seen that. Am I wrong for going, ma'am? Instead of helping that bitch, can you open a register? Why are you not ringing us up? <laughs> You're over here showing her how to do it. You could be ringing us up. Do you Fuck. know now? Now they're putting in tips in those things. They're asking for tips at a self-checkout. From who does it go to? I don't know. Who the fuck are you tipping? The fucking nerve of these companies to start putting tips on the self-serve. Oh. The fucking nerve. What the Dunkin fuck are Donuts you talking about? That. Are you going to... I'll be Bro, damned. Okay. The Dunkin' Donuts by me is self-service. And when you go to the register, there's a tip cup. I said, yo, a tip cup. No, this is in the the machine, dog. Can I go in? In the machine. In the machine. You tip the machine. This is is in the machine. Well, I've also seen the reverse cash ATMs now. I saw one at the airport. They're using OG. Is it the square? Because square always has like the little tip thing. Mm -hmm. No, dude. What story are you talking about? I don't know what stores they're in yet, but they're making these things. He just he just looked me up. They're making these things with the tip in it that before you pay out, they ask for a tip. Okay? And you can leave a tip. Who does it go to? Do they get my address and they take a pool and at the end of the year, everybody gets a cut of it? Who the fuck does the tip go to? The fucking nerve of these companies, man. Fucking nerve of these companies can't even give me a fucking bag. So I have... I have uh, I have a couple of images from my travels and uh, actually a clapback against Adidas for all of their tomfoolery with Balenciaga and their child issues. Fucking so. Adidas. So I had a pair of Ultra Boosts and I threw them in the trash. There you go. Fuck Adidas. I also saw this on a car today, which I, which I thought was. I diddle infants daily. <laughs> And Saturday and Sundays. <laughs> There's your new fucking what's that vaccinated? That's on your car. It's not on my car, bro. It's uh, just on a car that I walked by today. Oh uh, well, 
And I was also in the Vegas airport uh, over the weekend, and I saw a bunch of these things that looked very odd to me, dude, and scary and slightly demonic. I'm not going to lie. Uh, gives me that Alice in Wonderland kind of feel. Right? Yeah, which was very PDO-ish, you know? Yeah. People are stupid, bro. I love the people that put baby on board or uh, they have their family on the back. You're just putting an X on you, man. Mm-hmm. When I see those baby on board things, man, don't you just wish it was legal to ram right into the back of them? <laughs> you know, I do that in my head. I just picture me just running them off the road, you know, hoping that every single stick figure is actually accounted for in the car at that moment. Even the bird. <laughs> Even the you know, pet bird. Yeah, the pet fucking bird. Fucking stickers on a car at all. Horrible. Go fuck yourself putting bumper stickers, these people driving with bumper stickers all over their shit. I'm sorry, the minute I get behind a person with bumper stickers, I'm just like, oh, uh, I just, I can't. I can't. How about bumper stickers, bumper get stickers. out and vote, Bernie 2012. How about when bumper you're driving stickers. on the highway and they got these big construction signs that say, do not drive distracted. You just distracted me to read that, didn't you? On a, on a daily basis. I, uh, you guys are still on. <laughs> yeah, that's Nancy, what, welcome to the show. Nancy, that's what people say every time we start the show. <laughs> you guys are still doing this shit. <laughs> 148, bro. I think this is episode 148. Ah, shit. And Buddha yeah. was a part of it. Buddha, I want to thank you for being on the show today, man. Thank you for having you me. Know, you're a great heart. And uh, are, are we on the show tonight together? Where are you tonight? Um... ACJokes.com. Yeah, well, you can find Buddha at ACJokes.com to see. Well, I, where, I uh, actually have a website too. I don't know if you know, but yeah, tell us, tell us where can we where can we find you, man? Who does have Buddha the comedian.com, Brian? Check that one out. Buddha the comedian.com. Hey, looking good. Buddha. Yeah, man. Click the schedule. It's all fun in action. Yeah, so if you want to find Buddha, go to www.buddathecomedian.com. And Buddha will be headlining tonight over at Tropicana along with uh, Zach and Brian. Yeah, we got to eat the 10th tonight. What are you at? And I'll be be at Resorts for the 8 o'clock. I'm headlining over there with uh, Matt and Mike. And uh, I am not on the 10 o'clock. That is a problem. Not only for uh but you will be there at 10 o'clock with zach mike yes. and brian it's gotta be one of us g right and that's exactly. all i gotta say about that um yeah but you could also uh follow me i ain't gonna start no shit i'm not gonna start going up there going by again why certain people getting two shows and i'm only getting one I'm not going to start no shit. I'm not going to get upset over it, man. You know? If you guys want to catch me in New York, man, come out to New York. All right? Everybody always says when you come into New York, I'm in New York every Monday at midnight doing my midnight, not quite Tuesday show with my brother Adam Gable. And it is starting to jump off, dog. Come be a part of the experience because it's more than just a show, people. It's a vibe, man. We're chilling in the front, in the back. Everybody's having a good time. It's always a good show. All what night are you there, G? I'm there midnight Mondays for the Not Quite Tuesday show. 
and it's always a good show. Those, I'm definitely going to bring you down, man, because it's starting yeah. to bubble, man. The last four shows have been amazing. Big up, to, big up to everybody who's been coming through, buying the tickets online. You can go go to grizzlypair.com and buy the tickets in advance, man. Um, but come check us out, man. That's the spot to be on a Monday night. You don't want to go home yet? Come chill with us, man. It's a great time. Um, definitely see this movie, Sound of Freedom, guys, if you haven't. Because- definitely. It's finally out. We've been promoting it for a month and a half. Um, and like I said, I know, I know our platform is little at the moment. But anyone listening, man, word of mouth is what spreads things. So uh, if, you, if you're going to watch it, watch it. Let people know about it. It's a great movie. And it deals with uh, come to Harlem this week before your site at 8, before your show at 8. We'll talk, John. I'll hit you up. Um, because I might be on the 8 o'clock over there. I got to double check. So let me, let me double check and I'll get back to you. Because I know they gave me some spots now other than the midnight show. Um, but other than that, man, follow me at Gabby G Garcia and follow Brian at Brian T. Licata. And if you guys are looking for a romantic night with someone you love, go check out Triple X Playground at triplexplayground.com. What is Triple X Playground? The, the best adult communication tool game ever made. A lucky roll of the dice and you can get fist deep into someone you love. Go to triplexplayground.com and cop yours today. Until next time, people, you know we love you. Peace. Reaction.